With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. Today, the Sheffield City Council will hold a special meeting and will conduct a public forum on whether or not the city should hire a second police officer. The Sheffield Council will also discuss an employee wage increase for calendar year 2023. The Sheffield City Council's special meeting is today at 6 p.m. at City Hall. The Iowa Falls City Council today will consider authorizing city staff to apply for an emergency catalyst grant from the Iowa Economic Development Authority for the Albright's Bluff Project. The Iowa Falls Council will consider approval of non-union employee pay raises and will consider selling an empty lot at 1003 Stephen Street. The Iowa Falls City Council meets today 6.30 p.m. at City Hall. The Hampton City Council today will hold a budget workshop meeting and will review fiscal year 2023 budget request presentations and budget considerations. The Hampton City Council budget workshop meeting will be held today 6 p.m. at City Hall. Yesterday morning, the Franklin County Sheriff's Department arrested 32-year-old Joslyn Beatriz Figueroa Ramirez of Hampton for a first offense OWI and for having an open container. Ramirez was later released from custody. Yesterday afternoon, Iowa Falls police arrested 21-year-old Madeline Schlachter of Iowa Falls for violation of a no-contact protective order. Friday night, Iowa Falls police arrested 42-year-old Joshua Anderson of Alden for an OWI. Friday morning, Iowa Falls police arrested 39-year-old Robert Mesdog, the second of Iowa Falls, who was wanted on a Hardin County warrant for second-degree theft. All three were later released from custody. The State Board of Education has approved a change in the bylaws of the organization that oversees boys' high school sports to allow them to consider a school's socioeconomic status for football classification. Iowa High School Athletic Association Executive Director Tom Keating says they would reduce a school's enrollment by 40% of their free and reduced-price lunch numbers to determine which class they are in. The goal is to balance out numbers. The difficulty with football is size and, uh, and the physicality. In basketball, maybe I can play a freshman or two. Uh, against your juniors and seniors. Uh, in football, it's people are less likely to want to do that. Now, he says he has talked with other states that have tried something similar. They believe that their most uh, challenged schools have been, have been helped, have been assisted by this. Um, they do, again, they say this has not had a major overhaul of football in their state, but it has uh, helped those schools that have been in dire streets, so to speak, where they're not winning games and their their margin of, of loss is, is significant. He says between 20 and 25 will go up and 20 and 25 will go down in class with this plan. The classes are reviewed every two years, and he says it would take that time to see if the plan works. The danger in doing anything like this is, well, how do you ever go back? If you do this, how do you ever go back? And the answer is, if this doesn't have the impact that we believe it will, we've got to look at a different variable. And he says scheduling is the one thing the association has control over where they can try to make a change. We don't have control over the ones that I think are the priorities. Uh, Those would be uh, coaching experience and expertise. 
One member of the Board of Education suggested the board take some more time to review the proposal, but Keating says they need to get working on the plan to have it ready in February to let schools know by the month of March. The Clarksville School Board tomorrow may go into a closed session to discuss a recommendation to terminate, not renew, a probationary teacher's contract and will discuss a job description for the position of assistant principal, athletic director, at-risk coordinator. The Clarksville School Board meets tomorrow 5.30 p.m. in room 109 of the school facility. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is the manager of the Franklin Wellness Center, in Hampton, Luke Ross, who will discuss the latest on the center's R3 campaign, which is raising funds for making improvements at the facility. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program here's weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.